Are you ready to dive into the powerful truth the kingdom of heaven has for us? Let's join our host, Ruth Hendrickson, for Real Truth with Ruth as we dive into the Word of God. Hey everyone, today we're going to talk about a really common subject within the body of Christ, and that's this whole concept of new wineskins versus old wineskins, how that applies to our lives. We're going to be challenged. We're going to grow in the Lord. So are you ready? And question number one is, how's your wineskin? Okay, how's your skin? Is it new? Is it supple? Is it able to expand? Or is it feeling a little dried out and brittle? All right, so let's dive in. We're going to read the account out of Matthew 9, and it is verse 17 that we're going to focus on. So it says, and no one puts new wine into old wineskins, for the old skins would burst from the pressure, spilling the wine and ruining the skins. New wine is stored in new wineskins so that both are preserved. Now, I had to do some research on this because Honestly, uh, beverages or wine being stored in animal skins is not something that I'm used to, at least in my culture. Now, I realize some of you might live in areas of the world where that that is something that you see, but that's not something that I've seen. So, um, in fact, it was interesting researching it because sometimes in trying to understand what Scripture is saying, we'll put it into a context that makes sense to us. But sometimes through that, it loses some of its meaning. So what some of the commentators did is they said, you know, their rationale is it was really cup. In fact, some translations will say cup. Um, but the thing is, oh, oh, the rationale behind that is because they haven't found any animal skins when they've done excavations, but they have found pottery. And so they, they wonder if this is symbolic. But you know, I'm sitting here going, well, animal skins eventually decay over decades and centuries. And so, I mean, that's just my two cents. But like when I look at this and when I look at the culture of the day, of course, they had some pottery and whatnot. But you see this concept of, of skins woven woven through. So anyways, that's just a little side note there. You know, we, we learn these things as we dive into the word and we have to wrestle through what some of the different commentators say, um, you know, what, even if we just look at random articles, what we're, what they're saying, does it truly align with the word of God or are they trying to make it more palatable, palatable or understandable or bring it into culture? But the question is, does it lose its context with that? Um and so anyways, that's I just wanted to put that out there because that's part of the process I go through as I'm putting these together for you guys. And honestly, for me, because I learned so much as we do this together. So anyways, here's the key. New wine has to be placed into a new wine skin because what happens is they, they would take those skins, quite often a goat skin, and they would tan them. There's oils that would be applied and, you know, they, they'd be rubbed a lot. You know, the, the tanner would go after it. And what happens is that that skin gains an elasticity. Okay. And so then as the grapes, as the wine ferments, it puts off gases, which means the skin has to be able to expand in order to hold what's there. Of course, as, as the skin expands, um, I was trying to think like an analogy um, and I didn't come up with a perfect one, but stay with me here. I was thinking of like um, taffy. 
okay, you can pull it, pull it, pull it, but the more you pull it, the thinner it becomes and eventually it'll break. Um, or, you know, I was, let's see, what else? Gum, you can do that. You can pull it. Um, silly putty, Play-Doh, you know, there, there's things that we can pull, we can roll out. But, and, and so they have the capacity to, to expand. But eventually they can dry out. If you just leave it and you walk away, it kind of dries out and then it just breaks. Okay, so what would happen is is if you tried to be really frugal and, and reuse that old wine skin, as the as the wine had fermented, you know, and time had gone on, the skin had also become brittle. So then when you the skin might look all right on the outside, like it had the capacity, but as the wine would ferment and expand the skin couldn't any longer expand with it because it had become brittle. So then the wine, of course, the skin would break. So the skin's ruined. It can't be used for anything. And then, of course, the wine would be lost because it, it spilled out of the skin. And so the only time, this is really key, and only time an old wine skin could hold new wine is if the wine had been watered down. The only way that we can hold the spirit, the Holy Spirit in the things of the past and our religious traditions is if we have watered down the Holy Spirit. Okay, that's really, really important because we can we can go through life thinking that we're doing things the same old, same old, and the and not expanding and growing in our relationship with the Lord. And when we do that, what we've probably done is put watered down wine rather than the newness and the freshness of the Holy Spirit. We've allowed that watered down wine to be what we're carrying. You see, the old man or the old woman cannot hold what Christ is doing today. Second Corinthians 5.17 says, therefore, this is out of the Amplified. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, that is grafted and joined to him by faith in him as their Savior. He is a new creation, reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things, the previous moral and spiritual conditions have passed away. Behold, new things have come because, because spiritual awakening brings on a new life. The Passion Translation actually says, therefore, if anyone is enfolded in Christ, and with that, I see that meshing or joining together in the expansion taking place as we, you know, as we grow in that. Um, so again, this new versus old, let me give you another analogy, and this might be kind of a crazy one. I'm going to confess to you guys what I do here. Um, but I have a habit when I go to clean, if I run out of one cleaner, I won't necessarily go and get another of that same thing. I'm going to grab whatever's close by. And there is a little thought that goes through my head, you know, make sure I have good ventilation and whatnot, because you see mixing cleaners is fine as long as there's nothing in the cleaners that will, will cause a chemical reaction. Okay. That, that will work against me. Okay. Um, but if I mix two of the wrong cleaners together, then rather than doing what they created to do, they can they can become dangerous to whatever I'm working on. They can the fumes can become dangerous to me. Why? Because they're not meant to go together. So when we're filled with the Holy Spirit, we become that new being. We have that new wine skin. 
And that allows us to expand in who God's called us to be. Okay. And then, and then what gets poured out of that is a wonderful and it's full bodied and it's ready to go and it's rich. But when we try to hang on to the old and we take the new that the Lord's given us, but then we pull in from some other place, which is actually what many in the kingdom, in the body of Christ, let me put it that way. Many in the body of Christ, there's all sorts of data which shows that the numbers of those following biblical Christianity is decreased. And a few years ago, it was around, I think it was 17 or 19%. Now it's like five or 6% of believers in the U.S. are following biblical Christianity. That's a problem because what that means is that they're actually reverting and they're trying to, to use an old wineskin or not even look for a new wineskin. Like they're not, they're not anticipating that growth, the fullness of the Holy Spirit, or the Lord gave them a new wineskin, but they're putting contaminated wine in it. Okay, so so there's a problem here. Whichever way we run that, we have a problem. So, you know, if we take it real personal, if I can um, encapsulate what I just said, I would say we cannot afford to attempt to put what God is doing within us today right beside what God is doing within us yesterday or what the world or what the culture says. So we have to be flexible in that we allow, you know, we let go, we push out, we eradicate the religious traditions and the routines that keep us in bondage. Now, some of you guys, I can feel you cringing as I say that, but I want you to be realistic here and think about what the Pharisees were doing. The Pharisees were the religious leaders. They understood the law but they didn't know Jesus. So they were trying to fit him rather than seeing that the Messiah had come on the scene. They were trying to stuff him into this old wineskin and it wasn't working because he didn't belong in that old wineskin. He came to set people free, not bring them into bondage with religious tradition. Okay, our safe haven, our boundaries, our guidelines always come from the word of God. But even today, It's very easy to allow religious tradition to get messed up in that. One of the things I had to do when I left my full-time formal pastoral position is the Holy Spirit was very clear that I had to deal. I had to sit with him and deal with any religious traditions that I had picked up in that time that were trying to come into the new season. Because if they came into the new season, I would not be able to accomplish what I was being, uh, what I was being called to accomplish. Now, I just want to um, share with you guys. I was hesitant to do that because I didn't want to come become judgmental. Judgmental, but when I did it with the Holy Spirit, what Holy Spirit did was, as I let go of things, just this this blessing and this wow, and I learned so much. And wow, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. This this well of thanksgiving began to open up because Holy Spirit. When we do it with Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit's not going to allow judgment to come in because that would spoil the wine. Okay, so um, so we have to let go of the religious traditions and the routines. We have to learn to become flexible. Now, remember, flexible does not mean going against the word of God. That's very important. Okay, the word of God is our plumb line. It's also important to understand that it's dangerous to think we have God all figured out because we don't. We don't. Okay, I should hear yes and amen. We don't have God all figured out. Um, the other thing that sometimes happens is is uh, people think that the the wine skin's like more important than the wine. Okay, 
you know, it's the wineskin, it's the temple that carries or hosts the presence of God, not the other way around. Okay, so so we need more of him. God doesn't exist for us. We were actually made for his pleasure. Um, so we can't afford to be brittle because we have to be expanding to that move of the Holy Spirit. We have to be expanding to do what he's called us to do. We have to be expanding to be the men and women that he's called us to be. We have to ex- be expanding to embrace our God-given identity and walk into our God-given destiny and to bring the kingdom of heaven to earth to, to see people healed. Okay, to see the wonders that he's put with all, we have to be, we have to be full, we have to have that new wineskin to be able to walk in revival, to, to bring heaven to earth, to, to see the glory of God. It's so important. We have to stay flexible so that we can stretch with the Holy Spirit. And the only way we can do that is with the, with the new wineskin. You know, let me let me just end with this. You know, we're earthen vessels, right? Okay, we crack, we crack. What keeps us um, subtle? What keeps us um, able to expand and move with what the Lord's doing? It's the Lord. Think about oil. You know how often we talk about the anointing oil and that that picture. You know what? What do they? You know how you keep a leather looking new and able to bend and flex, you rub oil into it. So as we spend time with the Lord, that oil is released and and it's a fresh aroma that goes up and and it allows us to expand so that we can hold the what the Holy Spirit's doing within us as we go from glory to glory. Because that's who our God is. So you, my friend, are created to be a new wineskin able to expand with all God's calling you to do. So don't get discouraged. Don't don't think, well, I'm not doing anything. Say, Lord, I need your oil. Rub that oil all over me. Take those, take those spots that feel like they're becoming a little brittle, God, and put your oil into them. Lord, I need that fresh new wineskin because I want to walk into the fullness of all that you have. All that you have. Somebody right now, I feel like you're getting so busy, like you're looking at the old wineskin and you're saying there's no hope. And that's not true because we have a God who is for you and he has that new wineskin for you and he wants to fill it up and let you expand to carry more of his glory. The world needs you. So don't give up. It needs you and he has a plan for you and it is good. All right. Thank you for joining me today. I hope this made sense. I'm still kind of processing through this as the Lord showing me different nuances and the meaning of wineskins and and just how it unfolds around us in our day to day, our walk with the Lord. And it's really exciting when you look at it, when you think of that new wineskin full of oil that comes from the kingdom of heaven, able to expand so that we can carry what God's called us to carry both in relationship to him and also the impact that the, we have on the world around us. It's just so powerful. So just take time and homework for today. Okay, just uh, crack open the word of God and go into Matthew chapter 9, verse 17, and just spend some time with the word, with the Lord, with the Holy Spirit. And allow him to speak to you about wineskins. You'll be amazed at what he shows you. All right. Have a great day. Be so blessed. Uh, Be sure to check out the website, ruthhendrickson.com. 
And you know what, if you're struggling, if you feel like you're trapped, if you feel like that wineskin's brittle and you just can't make it past, I want to encourage you to check out the Mashaw team. The information is on the website, ruthhendrickson.com. The Mashaw team is the international emotional healing and deliverance team. They work closely with me. They minister all around the world, um, bringing the freedom that only comes from the Lord so that so that you can walk into your God-given destiny. So it just it's our joy, our honor, our privilege, our delight to walk with you, to help you get unstuck, to take care of that brutal spot so that you have full capacity for everything God has for you. So have a great day. Be so blessed, everyone. And remember, you're here for such a time as this, which means you are created for expansion. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to comment, like, review, and share it with others to help us reach more people. We also invite you to like and follow Ruth Hendrickson Ministries on Facebook or subscribe to the YouTube channel. We welcome your prayers and financial partnership to make this podcast possible. If you would like to financially support this ministry, please visit our website, ruthhendrickson.org.